Hello everyone, welcome to another Ismono podcast. In this episode, I talk to Drizzlex, aka OG Talks. If you want early access to the podcast or also the video version of this podcast, check out my Patreon or memberships on my main channel. Okay, enjoy. Today I have with me the person that goes by three names. You can find him either on YouTube, OG Talks EDC, or on Instagram at this handle Drizzlex, which is also your DJ name, or your real name is Andre. And yeah, thank yep. you so much for being here on this podcast. And yeah, before I talk way too much, um, no, let me just explain. We, just like in the other podcasts, we both prepared a couple of questions or topics that we will talk yeah. about for 10 minutes. And yeah, before we go into my first question to you, yeah, let me, no, let stop. Uh, my very first question is actually, Introduce yourself and maybe tell us a little bit about what's your channel about. Okay, so yeah, like you said, I have three names. Basically, it's OG Talks. OG was an ordinary guy and just someone who's an OG, who's someone who's a little bit more seasoned. I come from a hip-hop background, like Bo said, with the... Um, with the DJing, so my DJ name used to be Drizzlax. A lot of people call me Driz, like Big Driz. Um, and then, yeah, my real name is Andre, so it keeps it really confusing, especially for, like, you know, <laughs> when you're talking to brand brand deals. They're like, seriously, guy, like, you need less, you know, <laughs> less names, less you names. know. So, yeah, but it's I kind of like confusing people, so... Um, yeah, you know, it keeps it interesting, that's for sure. Especially when it comes to the brands, I kind of feel like I like trolling sometimes as well. Um, it's funny how many people reach out that I have no interest in working with. So that's, you know, it kind of keeps mm. that interesting too. So, so what, yeah. what are your main uh, things that you cover on your channel? So the channel uh, started as a tech channel and... Um, mm -hmm. It was funny because I was like, it was, I was also reviewing wallets as well. I can't, you know, when you start YouTube, you think you can do it all. You're like, you're like, I'll do wallets and I'll do microphones yeah. and I'll do comedy <laughs> sketches and, and the YouTube algorithm doesn't really like that. So, um, yeah, you unfortunately. Kind of have to, you have, yeah, you have to, it's not like YouTube. So if it, if it was me, I'd be like talking about like vinyl records and turntables and, you know, it's it's basically, it should be called like niche tube or something. Like find your small little tiny niche and stick okay, within that. Don't like color outside of the error. lines type of thing. But... Are you there? We you are in Riverside. So probably Andre is, is still talking and... Oh yeah, there you yeah, are. I, You're I back. You. Cool. Cool, cool. Uh, you're back. Yeah, the good thing is uh, with Riverside is you can keep talking because it records on your end and even though i can't hear or see you moving it will continue recording so whatever you said <laughs> is recorded yeah, yeah, but cool. i didn't hear it <laughs> cool i said i basically said it should be called niche tube like you find a small little niche yeah. and you just stick in that niche if you're gonna do bags do bags if you're gonna do knives yeah. do knives if you're gonna do pouches do pouches but it's kind of weird because like you know, I'm trying to do like everyday carry and that's a whole mm -hmm. bunch of things. You know what I mean? It could be from like AirPod cases to, yeah, to backpacks and slings. And it's, it's like EDC, you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, 
yeah, I'm kind of trying to find that perfect balance, but yeah, it hasn't been it mm. hasn't been too. You know, um, it's, it has, not it's easy. been difficult. I, yeah, it's not yeah. easy. It's not easy. I'm not going to front city it. That's been easy. It's been it's been a journey yeah. and a half, to say the least. Totally. For me as well. I'm. I mean, you maybe have noticed. I try to diversify a little bit my content, but yeah, the YouTube algorithm is going to punish yeah. you, which is why I yeah, try to create like a second channel. Yeah, and I kind of find it really boring on Instagram. It's the same on Instagram, right? Everyone is saying, okay, you need to build your Instagram account based on one niche because people see or know what they can expect from the channel. And I follow a lot of motorcycle channels and it's like, that's the same picture, just from a different angle. So the last 50 pictures are the same bike from the same angle and then i get bored but i can see how much that channel is growing and i wonder if that how that can be good having the same thing over and over and over again right so but yeah what are your goals for you and your plans i see see the exact same thing and i find i see the exact same thing and i find it extremely boring as well it's like everything looks the same everything's like this monochromatic monochromatic um i can't say the word monochromatic anyway monochromatic yeah it's like like a gray gray and bland and yeah Yeah. every single photo is the same it's like there's no color there's no personality Mm. um a lot of the edc kind of pages are like that i have noticed yeah, that they don't like yeah, having a true. lot of color in their stuff and they're the ones that usually grow the most it's kind of like that real mm. minimalist gray mm. uh look and if you've seen my instagram page if anybody's interested um it is under drizzlax so it, there is a lot of color like everything that yeah. i do i try and put as much color into it and put it i don't really care about growing like you said before bo um like I have a job and it pays me extremely well and I can do anything mm. I want. I don't need to. That's cool. Um, I don't have to suck up to like sponsors or anything like that to yeah. pay my bills. So I just do me, you know, like hip hop, yeah, hip hop was always, hip hop was always this thing where originality was, was pushed, you know, exactly. and if you were, if you weren't original, like, um, you know, you might, you might get beat up, you know what I mean? So yeah. Um, <laughs> not that I'm, yeah, you know, talking about violence, but, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of like where I come from. That's my background, you know, like you yeah. have to be original, be yourself, be you, no matter what that exactly. looks like, you know, exactly. so yeah, I'm, I'm really passionate about that. So what are your plans, uh, and goals for your channel? Um, keep pouring as much money into it as I possibly can. Until I'm living on the street. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, man, that's sarcasm right there. Um, so, yeah, uh, yeah. I've spent a lot of money on this studio, and uh, it'd be nice to kind of see a little bit of a return on on my investment sometime. But mm. I mean, it's 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 happening slowly. It's starting to happen slowly because of a few brands and and affiliate affiliate links as well. But like, sure. Um, just like you, I mean, I look up to you so much because of your integrity. I'm not sure if we were talking Thank about you. this before we started recording. Um, mm. We kind of spoke about it. 
Um, and I just, I, like, it's nice to make money, but I don't want to make money at the expense of, like, promoting something that I don't believe in. Yeah, I like you that. You know, so. I like that a lot. Mm. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Like, I've had brands reach out that, that you know, they want certain things that I just can't give them. So I totally yeah. get what you're saying. Yeah. I had a couple of yeah. those emails as well. And yeah, what can I say? That's why I think I, um, I'm not sure if I sent, uh, told you this in our Instagram conversation DMs. Um, yeah, I have this little ethics text that I sent as an email beforehand, before yeah. I basically give them my shipping address because mm -hmm. I had once I gave them my shipping address, they sent it over and then I had to talk to them. Hey, we didn't discuss my ethics and uh, terms and conditions. And they were like, yeah, but we send it now. You have to do whatever yeah. we say. And then I send it back, yeah. which was really expensive. Uh, international shipping is really expensive. And that yeah, sucks, is, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, you need to really be upfront with the brands what you're planning to do because if not they're gonna rip you your heart out if you mm -hmm. don't say whatever they want you to say yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah, really it's important true. it's true because they yeah. don't care about your channel they really don't yeah. care about your channel um i've had a, a few brands that have kind of been like well you know we want you to do um we want you to post like five shorts and we want you to post two full-length videos and at, at the end of the day you're like that's a lot of content to yeah for me to post just about your like brand you know what i mean and, the and stuff to create yeah and the stuff that they're sending isn't worthy of making yeah a full-length episode um, yep. You know, somebody says, like, we'll send you a $70 knife and they want a 10-minute episode. It's not worth it on my channel because mm. knife content, for one, gets censored, um, age-restricted. Mm. And secondly, you know, it's it's, it's kind of like minimum wage, you know. So it's kind of mm. like if you put five hours into a video for a $70 knife, you're literally working yeah. for four bucks. If there's no affiliate yeah. link for that knife as well what's the point you know exactly. like what are we doing yep. here like you know i'm not your i'm not your whipping boy i'm not your slave yep. like so i do like exactly i do like your um like your ethics um cuz i have seen that from you before like your ethics statement i think that's a really mm -hmm. good um thing to do just so there's no misunderstandings basically yes, right like exactly yep. yeah so you you're both on the same page and you know where where you stand but yeah these some of these yep. brands can be ruthless and like i don't have all the subscribers in the world you know and it's like um if you know if this is the start of it i can only imagine you know what it would be like when when you know i get a lot more subs or whatever like exactly it's, it's probably gonna be a lot of emails and you know a lot of <laughs> Um, shitty conversations that I don't want to yeah. have negotiations like there's a lot of negotiations and I don't like them at all yeah it's really annoying and like you said it's it, it all also comes down to having a perspective in terms of how much work and what's minimum wage you put into it and that's we have I see so many it sounds so stupid uh, so many kids or no let, let's not say kids like new content creators right they take every single brand deal yeah. and they think like okay yeah. now i got this thing for free and i have to like bend mm -hmm. over and i'm yeah 
telling them, hey, that item, how much did that cost? And usually it's the items that you get for free the first time are never above a hundred US or a hundred euros. And I'm, I'm always asked them, okay, how much time did you spend making that video? And they say, yeah, let's say it's like 10 hours. Okay. It's 10 hours. And how much did you get at your last job? Or if you would work at McDonald's? Yeah. It's like, I think minimum wage is like $10 again. And then you base that on whatever you made, uh, how much time you put in there. And then they realize, oh, I worked for like two bucks an hour yeah. because they yeah. needed so much time to make that one video. Um, yeah. Because obviously it's not only like making the video, but it's also like using or reviewing that item and stuff like that. And I yeah. also tell that to brands and I'm telling them, Hey, I do realize that you have like research and development and you put cost and money into making that product. But in the, at the end of the day, this item has a retail price of X, Y, and I need to make, put this much effort and this much work into it. I, yeah. I need to be, I can't lose my credibility. Either I review it properly or I don't, because that's yeah. a lot of work and a lot of time and effort that goes into making these, uh, videos. Yeah. But yeah, that was, that was my first question. Now, now yeah, obviously yeah. you can, uh, say, uh, ask question or ask your first, suggest your first topic. So what, what I would like to know from you is what's the most ridiculous, what's the most ridiculous thing that a brand's ever asked you to do? Oh, wow. Uh, good. Oh, have you got, I, have, I, I is there a crazy, yeah, I got some crazy story? Or? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's actually one crazy, it's not a crazy story, uh, in particular, but it's actually a story that made me, um, add another thing into my ethics statement that I sent over. I had a brand that it's not a brand. He was, I'm not going to say who it was, but it was, a one man show basically, or one person show. He created a bag, made a Kickstarter, and he was asking me if he could pick my brains about the bag in advance. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. I was happy to help. Uh -huh. And yeah. uh, we talked like for two hours about his bag. And he was, he is a cool guy. And I, I still, I still totally respect him because the brand that he created definitely grew um, and is successful. But at that point, that was his first bag. And yeah, I just wanted to help out. And we talked like, again, for two hours, he sent me the bag over once it was on Kickstarter. I reviewed it. And for me personally, I think it was a fair review and I had a fair verdict in the end. Um, I recommended the bag, but like all my reviews, I always pick it. I, I mean, I, I'm nitpicking at the bag. So I was yeah. looking specifically for negatives, right? Uh, which mm -hmm. I do with all my reviews. And then he called yeah. me, um, I, and he was a little bit upset by that. And then I had to tell him, Hey, you knew my reviews before I still gave you, uh, very good verdict in the end I, and a recommendation. And 
I just review the bag. I look at positives and yeah. I look at negatives. I've and you want I've seen your nitpicks. Yeah. I've seen and your I, nitpicks I, I, and they and they're not and they're not really that you're not really bagging the item. You're actually just saying this could be something yeah, that exactly. I've seen it. I saw you do it with a review not long ago where it was like you said it's not a problem for me, but it could be yeah, you know, exactly. It could come across as a problem for you. I can't even yeah. remember what you're talking about, but yeah. Yeah. And that's that's basically um he got a little bit upset. Um Wow. I I understand he was he was I understand it because he was still in the Kickstarter process. I do do get that that he was a little bit scared and nervous about his Kickstarter, but then again the Kickstarter was already successful. It was already, he reached his goal and everything was cool. So, yeah. um, yeah, that was the point where it was a little bit, yeah, I was a little bit sour about that, to be quite honest, because I gave him like two, I spent time with him two hours. So yeah. I didn't charge for that or anything. So, and yeah. I didn't want to, um, it's like a, con- like a consul- to- consultation, right? Like people exactly. charge for just, those things. People yeah. that are professionals uh, in a certain field, they charge for two hours of, exactly. of their opinions, exactly. you know? So, yeah, yeah. and I think, again, I, I think it was a fair review. Um, and I was, yeah, I didn't like the way he talked to me, um, when he was wow. upset. And again, I'm, I respect him because he, he made a really cool brand with it. And, um, I understand that he's st- also, he's a really young guy. I think at that point where we talked, he was like 21 or 22 or something around yeah, that maybe age. That's what it was. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I understand he was nervous about that and he put a lot of mm-hmm. time, money and effort into it. Yeah. And I think he was still in uni at that time. Yep, yep. Um, so it was totally understandable that he was upset, but that was the point where I put into my reviews, a real, not in the reviews, an ethics statement that I sent over to brands. And I always tell them, Hey, please be aware of the fact I will talk about negatives. I will nitpick. I will mm-hmm. this, this because, and I explain to the brands, I do this because I believe that this is much more beneficial to a consumer to yeah. see negatives. Yeah. And and the brand. Yeah. And the brand. And I tell them, hey, just because I talk about it or I point out a few negative aspects of that product, this doesn't mean that my verdict is going to be negative. And yeah. um, I always tell them, okay, this is, this is one part of the ethics or of my conditions. And then the second part is you, you're not going to view the, the review in advance. You see it the same time as everyone else. And once it's published, um, you have no say in me deleting it because that guy wanted me to delete the video as well. Wow, so that, really? that's also oh something. God. Yeah. That's also something that I put into the terms and. Yeah, can you call it terms and conditions? Yeah, terms and conditions mm-hmm. and ethics statement that are sent over to the brand. Yeah, beforehand. And also, um, I also had this fake brand, um, and I'm going to say their name because they, they, um, I think they move around. They were called like Owl, Owl, Owl something, and they made a ripoff of an air. Uh, the brand AER, Air, 
yeah, yeah. They made a, a copy version of their bags. Um, and used remember my review. Yeah. 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 They, they I used I my review. Was, yeah. Yeah. They used my review of the air. I think it was air. Oh, no. I, I don't remember. Yeah. They used my review of the original bag to promote their fake bag. And I had oh, to copy, man. uh, right strike them. But since I was talking to, to, um, wow. to, um, what's it called? A lawyer to a lawyer. If there's anything that I could do about it. And he told me, yeah, it's, it's really difficult with international things because they were in Singapore. I think so. So international law is difficult, especially in that regard. So yeah, yeah I didn't. I, I never, um, I've never done anything about it, but in my terms and condition, I also tell them you're not allowed to download my video and repurpose mm. it in any yeah, of as your advertisement. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So those are my terms and conditions basically that I sent over to all brands, um, before I give them my shipping address basically. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I yeah. will make sure that they understand that. And I will make sure that they send back an email where they say, yes, we do understand the terms and conditions and yes, they are okay for us. And then I wow. send over my shipping address before anything else. And that's really important. Actually. Um, I can yeah. highly recommend I to do that. I actually want to do something. Yeah. I really want to do something like that as well. I mm. think it's a, I think it's a fantastic idea. Just, just so you're all on the, you're on the same page, basically. Like, exactly. You have exactly. you have to be on the same page. And the thing that I I mean I know that you said the guy was young, but constructive criticism is always a very good thing in life. Yeah. You have to know exactly. I actually welcome I actually welcome harsh criticisms from my friends mm. or family, or I don't like it when someone's like tell you know BSing me about stuff. That I know, like, if I do something that's not all that great and somebody's saying, oh, my God, it's so amazing, I'm like, come on, man. Like, honestly, just tell me the truth. I'll respect it more. And I'm the same with people as well. I actually have a few people on Instagram that always reach out to me and they go, the reason we ask you for your opinion is because you don't sugarcoat things. And that's just how I am. Like, if you're coming to me, know that you might get offended, but I will tell you the truth. Yeah. So not you know, you know what helps. I mean, not not just truth, but like you know, I'll I'll, I'll tell you my, you know, what I'm seeing. Basically, mm. it's just my opinion, but you know. But you know what really helps is if you want feedback from other people, and I th I think most people are really polite. They we yeah. inherently we we do don't want to yeah. offend. Yeah, exactly. We don't want yeah, to offend of people, right? Of course. So whenever yeah. whenever you have you need feedback. I always ask people, okay, um, tell me three things or try to think about three things that you don't like about this or that, or this video. And I'm not, mm -hmm. because it, it makes it easier for that person. If you just ask them, Hey, how do you like this? Most people will say, I, yeah, of course I like it. But if you ask them specifically, okay, if there are three things that you would change, you could change. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That you, yeah. What would that be? And then mm -hmm. people would be much more open to the yeah. idea yeah. of like maybe that. giving you some negative or hopefully constructive feedback, right? Yeah, um, I like that. I really like that. Yeah.
that helped me a lot, especially in, in the advertising uh, world where obviously if you have a client or you are sitting in front of a client and you have like a different person next to you and that person knows, oh, the client sits over there, you can ask them and tell them, hey, is there any other three things or one thing that you would change? What would that be? That yeah. helps so yeah. much to be a little bit more open instead of like just saying, of course I like it. Many, I mean, I yeah. see it so many times in client meetings. Yeah, I like it. And then afterwards, they send you an email with 50 points of feedback. And then you're like, but you said you liked it. Why couldn't we talk when we were face to face? Because most people are scared about that, right? They, they don't yeah, want they it. They find it easier yeah. to communicate, I guess, through words on through an email. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Crazy. So crazy. There were 10 like, minutes. I like and now your stories. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I think you will get uh, get to a story like that at some point, unfortunately. But yeah. that's just the game, right? <laughs> yeah, so, all right. So, my next question is: It's in the same vein, but um, what other YouTube channels do you watch that inspire you or that strive you to emulate? For instance, um, or does not have to emulate the whole channel, but maybe just one aspect of it. For instance, I watch a lot of Linus Tech Tips, which is like mm -hmm. this big PC. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he has this. What I really liked when I first watched it is he always says, whenever we're sponsored, it's not a review. Whenever we get paid, it's not a review. We're never going to call a sponsored video a review. Yeah. And to me, this is totally obvious, right? But I see it in so many other channels that don't mm -hmm. do it. And that's definitely something, a thing that I try to, yeah, to do as well on my channel. So my question to you is, is there any other YouTube channel um, that you watch and that kind of inspires you to do whatever? Like, could be also, or you watch channel XY and you love the lighting in it and you want to emulate yeah. that. Is there something like that yeah. that you so that I you mean, like? In the, in the beginning, I watched a lot of tech channels. It was like MK, mm -hmm. MK BHD. Oh, um, yeah. This channel is amazing. And, yeah. So average consumer, like the unboxings, yeah. um, Dave, uh, what's his name? Dave 2D. Dave 2D? Dave, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Unbox yeah, Therapy, of course, Lou. Yeah. Um, Lou later, all that kind of stuff, you know. Uh, yeah, the lighting and all that stuff. Uh, it's important because if you saw some slow. of my first YouTube videos, um, let's just say they were uh, pretty bad. Like they looked bad, they sounded bad, and um, you kind of notice those. Like you, you notice in other people's channels, and you're like, "Well, I want my stuff to kind of look like that." You know, how do I get my stuff exactly. to look better? And it's a it's a ongoing battle. Like I think I've owned about fifteen microphones. So, um, <laughs> you know, I, I buy one, I don't like it, I end up selling it. I, you know, like the road the road um, goes the little clip on ones. Mm -hmm. The first series was so amazing, and I ended up selling it because it only comes with one. It's like one on the camera. Yeah. And then you get one mic. The second one they gave you two microphones, but they mm -hmm. put so many features into it 
where it just wasn't good. So I sold the oh, first. Really? Yeah, I sold the first oh, iteration okay. to get the second one, and then the second ones I sold because I didn't really like them. Um, then I got a Peter McKinnon microphone, which was like $1,200, and it just didn't work with my yeah. Rodecaster. Um, the... The microphone that I ended up getting was from Casey from Camera Conspiracies. I don't know if you watch that channel. He's a Canadian uh, no guy. Camera Conspiracy, yeah. Yeah, he, he's also got a he's channel funny. called Vegetable. Yeah, Vegetable Police as well, where he talks about <laughs> diet and that. stuff like that. Um, yeah, that was his main channel. He's got like 160,000 subs on that one. But um, wow. yeah, Casey, Casey found this microphone from Russia called the Octava. I've actually got it in the corner over there. And I'm not sure what kind of microphone it is, but it only picks up your voice and it doesn't pick up anything else in the room. I live on a main road as well. Um, so okay. it's kind of like the Shaw SM7B. Yeah. It's kind of, but it can be further away and it still sounds really? like this I actually just used it today oh that's cool for my bellroy um so yeah I, I watched a lot of tech channels at the moment i'm watching a lot of like renovation um like uh you know expats or like english i don't know what you call it like english people going to the yeah, south expats, of france yeah. and buying like yeah chateaus and they're like you know <laughs> renovating i don't know i don't know how you know like youtube's like a uh, you find yourself watching the weirdest shit sometimes. Like yeah. you just come across, the, you know, and you're like, how you get lost get in here? it. Yeah. Like, how did I get here? <laughs> you know, like when people are talking about stuff at work, I always have something to say about whatever they're talking about. If they're talking about BMWs like the M3 1988 BMW, I'll be like, oh, Travis Scott has one of those. Um, I saw it on YouTube. <laughs> or like if they're talking about renovations, I'm like, if they're talking about swimming pools, I'm like, oh, wow, like I saw this guy the other day talk about a saltwater swimming pool where he likes it more than chlorine. And everyone's always going like, how do you know all this stuff? And I'm like, bro, yeah. I watch way too much YouTube. Like, yeah. you get so, so yeah, lost I watch, I watch, I watch everything, man. Like, I used to watch Peter McKinnon a lot, which I don't like to watch mm. anymore. Um, Maddie Hapoya, I used to watch, yeah. which I don't really watch all that much either. Yeah. Um, Potato Jet. Um, Oh, I can't even, you know, a lot of hip hop channels. So I, I watch basically anything where I can get inspiration, yeah. like value, valuetainment with, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Valuetainment's just basically, um, he, he kind of interviews like all these like famous people. Like he talked to Kobe okay. and he talks to Mike mm. Tyson and, um, of course, Joe Rogan, things like that. So. Mm. Yeah, wherever I can find inspiration, like if I can watch 10 minutes of YouTube and go like, okay, now I need to go to the studio and create yeah. something, that's usually what I'll watch, so. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I yeah, feel I, like we have, didn't have like similar, a similar yeah, sorry subscription. Sorry I didn't have more like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All sorry right. Sorry I didn't have like a more direct, sorry I didn't have a more direct like, um, answer but yeah i just kind of feel like once you start watching things on youtube like it, it can take you in so many different directions yeah totally it's crazy totally all right thank you for answering that question so yeah, you're okay. next then um so with with your um 
So just just with the way that you are with your channel, just being like, you know, mm-hmm. really upfront and with the brands and all that kind of stuff, do you see yourself um do you see yourself doing YouTube forever or like um uh what am I trying to ask here? Like, you know, like money's obviously important. Do you do YouTube just because you love doing the YouTube or do you kind of see it as something that you want to eventually like leave your job and you know oh, that's or do you like question. your job too much um i love my job i really love being a freelance film editor in the advertising world just because i get to work with so many different people um especially now that everything is remote i'm able to work with people from different countries as well uh, before it was yeah. mainly just everyone in Germany, but now it just expands to, for instance, I just worked with a director from Sweden. Um, and that was so much fun. Um, so what was that I on a movie or? No, uh, commercial. It was a commercial, okay. uh, for, for, uh, what's called it? A soda, a soda company. Um, okay. and that was a lot of fun. So I can't see myself leaving that space and furthermore i love youtube but youtube at the moment is a little bit frustrating for me um because Mm -hmm. of the fact what we talked in our first questions that as soon as you want to diversify your content um youtube is punishing you for that um and i love back content but since the start of the pandemic, which obviously is now, I don't want to say it's over because it's, I still have a lot of no. people around me that are getting COVID. And yeah, um, so for me, it's, yeah. yeah. So for me, it's still very alive in a way. Uh, although everyone is like playing as if it doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, with that in mind, I don't have that much opportunities to actually review bags. I'm not going to travel, uh, for at least not this year, maybe next year back again. Um, I work from home, so I rarely use bags for work. Mostly I use yeah. bags to buy groceries, right? Wow. So it's difficult for me to actually properly review bags, but I still love it. But yeah, since that's also the reason why most of not most. I would say at the moment it's like 40% of my videos are like unboxings on first impressions because I, I don't feel that comfortable doing reviews on bags, especially like carry on bags, right? I can't review them. So I'm not, or I can't test them. Therefore I'm not going to make a review about them. So yeah, I'm looking to diversify a little bit my content, but I can see that youtube doesn't like that so i started this second channel just to experiment a little bit but then seeing how youtube or the algorithm is punishing my channel um i also can see i will never be able to um to pay my rent with youtube right as yeah but i know if if i would go all in meaning create like two or three videos every week and 
diversify my revenue stream with sponsorships, affiliate links, and stuff like that, then I potentially could at some point after one year of work, maybe generate a little bit of being able to pay my rent. But then again, everything is getting more expensive now. The um, gas price is not for the car, but for heating your home. It's getting yeah, so expensive. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy the pay, politics that are happening over there at the moment. Yeah, dude, I pay. I just got a That's letter insane. Saturday. I uh, I had to pay two hundred euros every month for for gas, but now oh. they raised it to five hundred sixty-five euros per month. Oh my god! Yeah, it's it's getting so expensive. So with that, just with that in mind. I would never be able to like go full time with YouTube because it would it would take such a long time for it to actually pay my rent. So that's yeah. the reason why I I love YouTube oh and I want to continue YouTube, but I can't see myself like going full time. Also, so you said five hundred and sixty euro. You said five sixty. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, that's five hundred sixty-five. That's eight hundred and sixty-seven dollars Australian. Yeah, and that's I have insane. to pay that every month. Yeah, that's insane. That's crazy. Yeah, starting oh starting god. from December, I have to pay that. No, starting from November. Sorry, November, December. Wow. Yeah, and moving on. And it's just because of the war in in yeah. uh, Ukraine with Russia. Because yeah, yeah, it's. It's crazy. Yeah, I've been following. Yeah, it's, it is crazy. And yeah, but I love uh, going back to YouTube. I love YouTube, and I I would yeah love to be a little bit more um, less constrained in what I do um, with this. I feel like vloggers have it the easiest, right? Because you can just do yeah. a vlog. And then just yeah, put it like whatever you're doing, yeah, during <laughs> yeah, the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just do whatever you do. But with reviews, it's much more difficult, especially growing the channel. A review channel is difficult because obviously most people just search for one item and they search for that review. They don't necessarily, once they buy a bag, with bags especially, right? Once you buy it, yeah it's less likely that you search for another one. So it's less yeah. important to subscribe to that content creator. Yeah. And um, so that's what I feel. We have a niche. We have a, lo uh, a lot of great bag enthusiasts, but it's not as big as um, tech, for instance, where it's yeah. much more likely that you will upgrade your PC or your computer. Yeah, everyone wants or, the latest and greatest, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And with bags, is completely different. Um, like how when, many especially, bags can you really have? Like, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. For most exactly. people. I mean, like, if you're reviewing them, like me and you, like, I'm sure, like, I'm a bag whore and I'm always yeah, looking yeah. at new bags. Like, I just got a Shimoda. Um mm v2 something anyway but yeah. yeah for the average person like i know what you're saying they probably just come to your channel that one time and they would look at that yeah. bag because they're interested in buying it maybe but when they buy it that's pretty much it for them like hmm. so yeah i do understand that hmm. i get what you're saying yeah which is basically 
I assume or I speculate. Um, I haven't talked to Tom about it really. Um, Tom from Pack Hacker, I mean, um, we talk occasionally and, but I can't see why, because if you watch Pack Hacker, they are doing a lot of tips and tricks, travel tips and tricks. Yeah. Because obviously yeah, those are the lot. videos. Yeah. Because those are the videos that obviously get more traction because they are much you are much more likely to subscribe to a channel that gives you a lot of new knowledge, right? And opposed to um, just reviews. And yeah. I assume that's the reason why they like moved away a little bit towards these educational tips and tricks videos rather than yeah. doing just reviews. And I feel like at some point I need to do that as well but again I, i'm not traveling that much anymore yeah so i don't have that many tips and tricks uh, or yeah. if you are like which is also great accessorize me that guy he's amazing he's a really yeah, cool guy channel yeah yeah i talked to him uh, a couple of times and he was also on my, one of my uh earlier podcasts and i mean his channel is perfect for growing because you have like all of these list videos i mean that's that's very simplified definition of his uh content but if you have a lot of list videos a lot of products in there with a lot of links it's the perfect definition of search engine optimization right because yeah, of course people will look for an item and then they yeah they would see that in unbox therapy it's perfect for growing yeah. because people look for that and he's not calling them reviews he's clearly calling them unbox unboxings just unboxing so, yeah yeah so he can put yeah he can promote it like crazy he can do sponsorships because he, no one is going to say hey why is this video sponsored and why is it a review and then he can say it's not a review i unboxed it so i can do an ad on it right so it's yeah. perfect it's the perfect line without like compromising your own integrity because it's clearly just like a television marketing thing <laughs> in a way yeah, which is cool it. i mean it. it works perfectly yeah. for him yeah it's yeah. kind of weird that um accessorize me uh kind of gets a away with his content because like we were talking about before like everybody's always trying to put you in a box like everyone mm. wants that niche but i guess like even just his title where it's like accessor accessor accessories you know it's like yeah. um it's a whole bunch of different stuff so uh, he kind of mm. gets away with that and yeah, I really, really like his channel. I like his style. I watched um, an interview actually that Lou did from Unbox Therapy with him. He was doing um, a whole bunch of interviews with a whole bunch of different creators. And um, he was on their one show. And uh, I really, really liked what he had to say. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. People get to search a, a, a term. And sometimes when he does an unboxing, he... he unboxes 30 different things so you know he's obviously gonna have a lot more people drawn to mm. to him because of you know those 30 different items and stuff so yeah, yeah. but let me i guess it works let me give yeah. that let me give that question back to you because that was actually also my question to you do you plan to go full-time with youtube at some point and if yes what kind of revenue streams are you planning to 
integrate if you want to go full time with with YouTube. Yeah. For instance, would um, you be interested to do merch or stuff like that or sell music? Uh, I'm not sure if you're producing music as well. Nah, nah, I'm not doing music. Just doing like epidemic. I just get my music from Epidemic Sound. That's it. It's just another mm. subscription that you have to pay. Basically, I feel yeah. like I feel like the more that I've gotten into YouTube, the more that it's almost like the you know it's a big it's it's obviously got to do a lot with advertising and marketing. Like, mm. if you need royalty free music, you need epidemic sound if you need yeah. editing software sometimes you need like um lightroom and you need um uh i don't use any of those but i think that you spoke about it once like um what the editing software that you use and all the other things that I use come with Adobe it, Premiere. yeah that's there that's the one yeah yeah so all yeah. these subscription things where everyone's saying like get squarespace go to go to skillshare like it's all good for the creators up top, but for us down here at the bottom, it's kind of like you're constantly it's spending expensive. money on these things. Yeah. yeah, so YouTube is like, especially with the bag, when you're doing product things, it's like I put so much money into my channel and like it, it mm. doesn't come back. You know, the passion for me is definitely there. I love the creative process. I No matter what, during my life, I was always going to be um, doing something. Like I used to be in a hip-hop group. I used to DJ a lot. I used to fly yeah. around the country a lot, um, did touring. And in 2004, I was in the band of the year in Australia and we toured ac all across the country. So creative-wise, awesome. yeah, just being creative for me, I feel like it's in my blood. And mm -hmm. I really love this. I love having my space. I love having this studio and I love being into all of this, but I'm not really, um, I'm not like the biggest people person. Like I'm an only child and there are people that I, I can see that they're genuine and they're the people that I usually click with. Um, but there's, there's a lot of fake people out there. And with YouTube, like I'm starting to see, I'm starting to see that more and more. And I don't know if mm. I could do it as a full-time job, like being on emails mm. all the time and and selling. Like you're basically selling. Like that's that's your job. Like Peter McKinnon, he's a salesman, right? Like he, he, yeah. he sells the things like Lightroom and he sells like Adobe and he sells Epidemic mm. Sound and he's, he's constantly selling you things. He's... You know, people yeah. look at him as this, like, cool guy, you know, with tattoos and stuff. But he's just a salesman, you know. He's not dressed in a suit and tie. He's yeah. He's got long hair and he's got tats, but he's still trying to just sell you shit. And I don't really want exactly. to be that. Like, I really totally don't want to be that. Like, a lot of the things that uh, I kind of talk about um, on my channel are the things that I'm really into myself. So, um like the Belroy sling that I got today, it's the first sling that actually fits me because I'm like a big guy, you know, and the way that they've made the strap, like um, it, it fits me. So I'm going to be using it. I used it a couple of times last week and that's why I can make um, an episode about it or a post about it and be sincere and be like, I love this thing. This thing's great. You know, like hmm. the Belroy um, minimal three-card case. I've used this for three years, and I genuinely love it. So these are the things that I want to talk about with people, you know. But 
when it gets to that stage where people are sending you more and more phone cases, like what happens then? You know, mm. I don't want I don't want to use a different phone case. I love this phone yeah. case. So do you put the one that you don't like on there and do you talk about it and do you try and sell it with your affiliate links? Like Exactly. I don't I don't see myself doing that. Like I really yeah. don't. So I've tried to I've tried to like figure out basically what I want to do with this channel. And every time I do it, I get so frustrated that I just end up stop thinking about it because I don't know, like YouTube can be really stressful. You know, there's so many people out there that are like, Oh, YouTube, it must be so much fun. Like when you start looking at analytics and statistics and your, your latest video that you put 20 hours into and it bombs and then you're grumpy at work all week because your video is doing shit you're going you're thinking to yourself why am i doing this to myself mm. why am i torturing myself like this exactly um, so yeah i mean i get that i would i would like to be like i really would like to be um like a right hand man to somebody on youtube somebody that doesn't like cameras somebody that doesn't like to edit but they have like an interesting, like they're in, they're an interesting person, or they have yeah. like an interesting um, story to tell, or something. You know, yeah. like I would like to be that behind the scenes. You know, when I was a DJ, I used to have like MCs in front of me on stage, so they they were like the front of you know the crowd would look at them. I was the guy behind them. You know, but- I was like the low low key guy. Yeah. So. But I mean, you have a really good radio voice. Why don't you do a podcast? Yeah, I know a lot of people tell me that. <laughs> yeah, I went to I, I went to I went to dinner with my auntie the other night, and she was talking about my voice. And then two ladies that were sitting behind us, they said they they overheard the conversation. They were like, yeah. "We're so sorry, um, we kind of overheard the conversation. You have an amazing voice." And I was just sitting yeah. there with like three chicks, like, well, my auntie and two other ladies. Yeah. That were just like, <laughs> "You should, you should be on radio." And I'm just yeah, sitting yeah. there trying to have my schnitzel, you know? Like, I'm like, "Please, come on." Welcome to I mean, WFM. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I mean, like I did. That, right? I, so I had a I had a uh, a podcast which was like a hip hop one, you know, and it did mm-hmm. extremely well. It's called the Drizzlax Hip Hop Show. If anybody wants to uh, check it out, but yeah, I used to kind of do the podcast. But the same thing, it's like it's difficult when you're just doing it by yourself. You need like I yeah. feel like I needed somebody to bounce off of. Um, yeah. It would have it would you know it's hard when you're just when it's just you talking, you know, yeah, like for 20 minutes, a half an hour, like when you're totally. bouncing off someone like we are right now, it's, yeah. I feel like it's a lot easier to do, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, totally. I don't know. I didn't even know what the question was. I mean, we we're talking about YouTube and, and stuff, no, you but, answered, um, you answered it yeah. uh, perfectly because my question was if you would go full time on YouTube, right? And yeah. I, what I really admire and respect is your clear, and realistic vision about YouTube. And yeah. I feel like many people are very, um, I'm not sure if that term exists in English, but it's, it's like in German, it's like blue eyed where you like look at something with, with somewhat of a, uh, very sugar coated perspective. Yeah. yeah distorted, distorted view of, the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. view of, of something. And that, it, yeah, 
many people look at YouTube like, oh, it's it's so cool and it's this, it's so easy, right? You just make some some film and uh, some video and then you get money and stuff like that. Or yeah, the worst part about YouTube is, yeah, I make advertisement, I do sponsorships and totally forget their own credibility, their own integrity, just because they want to make money, right? I see yeah. so many influencers yeah. here in Germany or wherever that like sell crap, like all of these beauty channels with or fitness channels. Yeah, just drink the supplement, right? Not mm. knowing what's inside that. They just like see the see, see the dollar signs that they get for the sponsorship of that supplement and sell that to to the fan base and i'm always wondering yeah. like did you test that do you know what's yeah. inside especially with those health product right and that really annoys me and that's really the one of the main reasons why i don't want to do sponsorships i want to be able to tell everyone if something's good or bad and i really like and respect your view on youtube and what comes with it because most people don't actually understand that and I, i feel like just based on what you said a couple of minutes ago i feel like you have a really good perspective on what Thanks, comes bro. into making this youtube thing and it's good to see that mm. you have if if i understood correctly you have a job that you love right uh yeah. at, at least it yeah. sounded like it so it's 100 good love that, it. yeah so it's good that You have that to pay your rent and YouTube is basically your passion project. And especially with the size that you have at the moment, you can like experiment with everything, right? You can yeah. just make videos that you like. And that's, and that's I wouldn't what worry I'm really, too much about it. That's what I'm really loving at the moment as well. Like I kind of feel like a lot of people get caught up in the numbers game and don't get me yeah. wrong, like everybody you know it'd be nice to have like more numbers but at the same time i was watching um becky and chris i, I don't know if you know them like yeah, no, them. youtubers yeah i didn't sub i don't um, subscribe to them but i i watch a couple of videos of them yeah yeah he's he's a doctor and she's kind of mm -hmm. like the youtuber and he flies a helicopter and all that yeah. stuff but they were saying how much when they had five thousand subs they were saying how much they loved where they were yeah. at that time yeah. they loved the process at that time they mm. were really enjoying the process and they were having fun with their channel before it all got too serious and that's kind yeah. of where i feel like i am at the moment as well i'm mm. like i just love i love being in this studio like i love i've made mm. a whole room in in my apartment into a studio i've got lights i have yeah. everything in here and i just love being here like when you when you yeah. work really hard all week it's it, i think it's really important to have like your own space and somewhere where you can do what you want to do and not not do it by anybody else's rules like i don't exactly. do anything in yeah i don't live by somebody else's rules i never have and i never yeah. will um and i don't know if that is going to make me a good or a bad youtuber but um I don't really it care makes you real. to tell you the truth. Yeah, I don't really give a shit to, 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 to be honest with you. Like, 
whatever happens, happens. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to keep posting the things that I like to post about my little pouches and my knives mm. and and the EDC things. Like if somebody finds value in my stuff, they find value in it. If they don't, they don't. Um, yeah. you, you can't force people to, to like you or whatever. Yeah. So it is what it is, you know? Like I like that. Would I would I love to make millions of dollars of YouTube? Like, I mean, you know, who wouldn't? You know, be nice to buy a big mansion and have a like a Range Rover parked in the garage and all that stuff. But I I don't see myself doing that at at the expense of my um, integrity. No way. Mm. Like, it's just not something that I'm gonna do. So, um, yeah, you know, like yeah. I've had brands reach out and I like. It's for me. It's just not worth it, you know. Like what they're asking, I'm like, this is crazy. This yeah. is crazy. Like you want to send me like, like you said before, they want to send you like a hundred euro worth of stuff, and they want you to spend like twenty hours on it, and they yeah. don't have an affiliate link, and you're like, you know, it's like this. Yeah. That's that's insulting. You're like insulting me right now, you know. Yeah. Thank you so much for answering that question. So let's go to. The last question that comes from you. Do, do you have one more question? I do. One more question. Cool. I do. And I want to sure. really know what you think about it. Um, what do you think about reels? Oh, YouTube reels. Reels, you mean, stories. Or, yeah. Shorts. I had a learning, actually. That's uh, It's so funny that you asked me that. I had somewhat... Epiphany is maybe a, too much of a strong word. I'm all right. Let's let's start it this way. I'm I am a film editor coming from yeah. I love mu movies and I love wide angle, uh, wide view. So sixteen by nine cinema scope. Yeah, sixteen by I, nine. Yeah. I really I really dislike this vertical format. However, I can see that this format is getting more important and I have a lot of clients that want that kind of aspect ratio for their advertisement. So yeah. I made this short Instagram reel for my second channel um, where I also do like movie reviews and martial arts stuff. And I made this tutorial about how to wrap my hands for martial arts for boxing and Muay Thai. And I added that together and I, I had some difficulties putting all of that information into 60 seconds, but I, I made it work. And then I uploaded it on Instagram, I think a month ago or something. And I don't know what happened, but in the last two weeks, it, I think I, I had gotten onto um, the, what's it called? Um, where you find new people, like the recommended page. Yeah, and I just got yeah. seven. Yeah, 17,000 views on that wow. short reel on Instagram. And I was like, wow, that's, that's amazing. Because all my other reels I tried, I dipped, dabbled a little bit with it. And I created some small preview videos of existing videos. So nothing that has like, like a tutorial aspect to it. Right. Um, those just got like thousand views if, if ever. So, and, yeah, that one how-to video got these 17,000 views. So I was like, okay, let's try uploading that onto my second YouTube channel and see what happened. And within one hour, it got like 300 views. 
and I was like, wow, I I, I was yeah. I was actually pretty shocked that this actually works, shorts and um, reels. Yeah, and I'm actually they really work. Yeah, since yesterday, basically. Um, no, when did I upload that on my second channel? I think two days ago, two or three days ago, I uploaded it on my second channel, this 60 second shorts. And yeah, since yesterday, I'm thinking about if I should do more reels, but I do understand that it's difficult. It's, it's really difficult to make, or I'm shooting for, um, tutorial how to base shorts in the future if i want to do so because that's the only thing that i can think of at the moment but then again i feel like it is really difficult to put a tutorial into 60 seconds mm -hmm. but yeah, i want to try that very difficult as well so yeah. what i do is i i usually i'll usually record like four to five to six minutes sometimes and then yeah. you're constantly deleting the parts um it's kind of like you're picking through and trying to make a story make sense yeah. but you're constantly deleting 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 like yeah. parts yeah. so you can make it but sometimes you get to like a minute and two seconds and you oh, know you so need annoying. to get yeah. rid of yeah you need to get rid of two yeah. seconds but you know that if you if you delete any more, so then you start finding spaces in between your words, mm -hmm. the pauses, and you try tightening up, and it still doesn't make it to one minute, and you're like, "Oh my god, how am I going to make this work?" Um, you know what you need to I buy? Had, I had to buy this. I can I tell you, this is like like a game changer for me. That's a teleprompter. A oh, teleprompter. Okay. Yeah, I've got one of those. So you basically. So you basically put your phone here, right? And yeah, then you yeah, can read one. off. And that, especially for that, for um, those tutorials, what I, or what I try to do is uh, script out whatever you want to say, then try to time it in 60 yeah. seconds and then yeah. film it with a teleprompter. Um, that helps yeah, yeah. a lot. The only the only thing with me is though is that I don't like to have anything scripted. Like I'm yeah, really against but with 60 seconds, I'm really really yeah. yeah. I'm really against scripting things. I don't mind if anybody else does it. Um mm. personally for me though, I like to just be like off the cuff. So yeah. um I get that. Yeah, I I I I I see people like reading sometimes and I'm like uh like uh, you know, I don't It's I don't difficult, yeah. I don't overly like it, but I had the same. I had the same um, kind of similar story with the reel that I posted on Instagram, and it did like insanely well. The thing was, it wasn't lit properly. It was shot on my phone, and I did it in five minutes. But it was a how-to as well. It was how to dye your like knife scales um, mm -hmm. a different color, like your knife handle a different oh, color. Oh, cool. And it was like the white balance was off, like it was overexposed, the whole shit. And then it just like went mm. crazy on Instagram. So I thought I'll put it on YouTube. It's the only um, short or reel that I – what are they on, on YouTube? They're uh, shorts. Yeah, shorts. Is it yep. a short? Yeah. So yeah, on I YouTube, it. and it was, it was the same thing. It, it got like 7,000 views yeah. in like – and then 7. it just died. 1. Like – 
Yeah, he like went mm-hmm. crazy and then it died. But the thing was that I ended up getting like, I don't know, it was like 50 subscribers from it. Um, it ended up doing like over 100 hours in view time. The thing is they mm-hmm. don't pay you for 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 shorts at the moment. But they're starting um, to, yeah. But they're going to in February, I think. Um, yeah, so, I, think I mean, so I watched too. Everyday. I don't know if you know the, the creator Everyday Minimalist. Uh, he's basically <laughs> a brand in here. He's, yeah, he's basically just hit 420,000 subscribers in less than a year because of his um, shorts. So, yeah, I'm not sure where he's at at the moment. Um, looking. Um, there, everyday minimalist. There we go. Yeah, for th- uh, 450,000. Yeah, 450. Yeah, so he's yeah. done that basically in less than a year. With um, wow. just posting shorts, so there is a huge reach um, with reels and shorts. But I'm not a big yeah. fan of them. <laughs> Let me tell you, like I, I don't particularly, I don't really it's, like. It's difficult I like because I feel I feel like they're eroding attention spans. You know, like you just said before, you uh-huh. said you like movies, you like watching movies. Yeah. I feel like this new generation. They can't concentrate on on an hour and a half. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's like it's very yeah. difficult for them because of the TikToks. It's like swipe, swipe, swipe. I see it at my work. Like yeah. there are guys that are on their phones, and it's like a drug. It's just like swipe, yeah. swipe, yeah. swipe. So I do like I do like the fact that you can reach a lot of people, and you can maybe attract them to your YouTube channel. And like you said, you had that one video, the how to do well, mm. and so did I. But at what point does YouTube become all about shorts? Because they're really pushing them at the moment. It's like you open up your yeah. time, like you open up YouTube, and every like second or third video, you have yeah. a row of shorts, and then you find yourself watching the shorts instead of watching the full length content. Yeah. So, I guess it's like it's, there's there's good and bad. Yeah, it comes uh, it comes back to what we said in the beginning right it's this um this balancing act of what you want to do with at some point you need to play the game of youtube and create to cater to the algorithm but i don't dislike that as well as you mentioned uh, i think what you just said is the perfect description of you just said it erodes the um concentration or the um Attention the attention span, span yeah. the attention span of of people and it's you're totally right especially with shorts now i'm i'm looking at just the thumbnails and the titles of uh everyday minimalist if you just do like this product presentation thing what's i mean it's basically what's in the box um this is a great knife and stuff like that then it's easy to make shorts um and i can see how how these get a lot of views because the thumbnail is cool. But for me, my personal goal would be if I would create shorts, just like my videos, I want you to get something out of it. And I don't want to just be like, Oh, this is the new backpack. Looks cool. Right. 60 seconds over that. I don't want to do that. So you know, what's that's why it's difficult. You know what's funny about his channel, and I've just noticed this, is that his full-length videos 
barely crack. They barely crack ten thousand views. Yeah, uh, yeah you're I mean, right. he has four hundred and he has four hundred and fifty thousand subs. And yeah, you're right. I guess I guess it's I guess that, I guess that's I guess that's all from shorts. So maybe mm-hmm. the people that are I don't know, like maybe the people that are watching the shorts aren't interested in in the long form content. That's I don't know. I actually I mean, just noticed that. That's exactly what what I said in the beginning in terms of Instagram, right? Instagram, everyone was telling you, okay, you have to be have a consistent and recognizable Instagram feed, like where everything is the same. And this is basically the perfect example for that. You have yeah. a shorts um, page, which is looking <laughs> the same. I mean, you can't like differentiate all of the thumbnails because they're basically always the table. Um, the background is more or less the same. It's always like this little... So for all the, all your listeners, there's you see a wooden desk in the background. You see a pouch, and then like this small little metal crate where he has a challenge coin and some um, brass knuckles. So it's always more or less the same. And then in the foreground, yeah. you see his hand with a knife. So it's yeah. yeah, basically every every thumbnail is like that, which is great for um for people who subscribe to his channel and want to find him again it's really recognizable but then again it looks all the same but that's basically what every content creator was recommending to new content creators which is make your page re-recognizable um create your niche and do basically the same all of the time and Wow. Apparently it works, yeah. but for me it's really well, boring. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the numbers on his shorts are definitely a lot bigger. Like he has one here that's eight hundred and ninety k, three hundred and twenty two k, four point three million views. Yeah. Um, too bad he's not getting here's paid one with, for these. Here's one with six hundred six hundred forty six k views with the yeah, I see perfect that one. with the. With a perfect um, description, was it? Which is knives you never all in caps hand to average dot dot dot, and obviously that's the best <laughs> clickbaity yeah. title you can ever have. And then he, in his hands, million. he has this yeah. small knife, and he's wearing glo- uh, white gloves. Glove, so obviously yeah, that yeah, that's yeah. But to answer your question, like he seems like a really nice guy. I've actually like he's he recommended my channel last week. So, but I find that's cool. I find I find a lot of this stuff really, really, really interesting. It's kind of like I'm asking myself, like, are people do people just want to watch the people that are just coming for the shorts? Are they just there for the shorts and they're not interested in the long form? Seems like it, yeah. It seems like Which it isn't just like based I never, on this. I never wanted to be like personally. I never wanted to be a short form creator. Like I never mm, want. I love photography, that. and that's like the shortest form creation mm. is a photo. Like, um, but apart from that, I never saw myself as somebody that was wanting to hit that one minute mark 
with my videos. Like I can't, I can't, like I feel like I can't show my personality in a minute. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, because you prioritize uh, the content and your integrity over the views, and I feel like that's that's what comes down to. We're going to be starving artists forever, me and you, Bo. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not. I don't think it's it's it's. It has such this word starving artist or this this definition yeah, of horrible. a starving artist has such a negative connotation to yeah, it. And I, it I get that because you ha- need to pay rent, but in some way it's so liberating. It's it so it just is. me starting the second channel. I'm now at 500 subscribers and like 200 views per video. That's and I awesome. feel like it's so liberating because I can do whatever I want. I don't need to care about the views and yeah. with that i don't need to put that much effort into it i just need to concentrate on whatever is being said in those videos and for me it's so frustrating sometimes if i make a back video i put so much effort into the b-roll and then it has like a thousand views after a week of work and that's really yeah. frustrating so yeah. i like your approach to it and i i, I like that you you are keeping it real with your view on what you want to achieve with your channel and being, I mean, it it sounds like a negative thing, but I mean it in the most positive way as possible that you, your channel is small as so much freedom that you should enjoy yeah. as much as possible. Yeah. I know that everyone wants to like reach 5,000, then wants to reach 10,000 and, is chasing that carrot on a stick, right? And wants to get to the next highest number, but it's yeah, it's really liberating to have a small channel. It is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean and like 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 the title says YouTube. Like it should be about yeah. you and your thing. Like yeah. different people are gonna want different different yeah. people are gonna want different things from it, but I know I kinda know what I want from it. And yep. it's the things that I'm passionate about, the things that I have no trouble speaking about because I truly love those things. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, um, I don't want to talk about a knife that I don't like. I'd rather talk yep. about a knife that I do like. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it is uh, the journey is the journey is part of the fun it it can be yeah. very difficult and challenging at times but i'm i kind of feel like yeah. i'm that kind of per, i'm i'm that kind of person as well where i don't like i don't shy away from a challenge either i like 2 years ago i didn't know how to edit i didn't know how to take a photo i didn't That's know amazing. how to i didn't know how to turn a camera on I didn't know anything about tech. I remember like reading about cameras one night and I went to bed with a headache. And I remember <laughs> I was like, I want to buy the Sony A6300, you know? And That's then the next camera. day, yeah, I was going to buy the Sony A6300. And then I found out it didn't have a mic jack. And I was like, oh my God, like, what do I do now? And then I found out about like the Tascam little um, lav mic. It's and a deep rabbit hole. The, yeah, the journey, you know, like I remember <laughs> yeah. those days and I like look back at it, look back at those days and I truly smile and I think to myself like I've come so so far. Like I built this studio and like 
Like I've learned about tech and I've learned about bags and I feel like I've bettered myself as a person on this journey. And, I, and you know, if, if you're going to get into it just for numbers and the money and all that other bullshit, like you might find yourself giving up before you get anywhere because it is hard, hard, hard work. Like I yeah. got up at five o'clock this morning, went for a bike ride, came back, had a shower, went to the local cafe, got a coffee, came back and I was in the studio basically till eight o'clock um, till, yeah, you came on and now we're talking here and it's almost 9.30. So I've been in this room for almost 12 hours today, but I truly <laughs> love it. Like, I think my camera battery just went out. Yeah, I can see it, but I can hear you. So it's all good. And I think yeah. there were some really good closing words and... Yeah, thank you so much for your time and being a guest on this channel. And yeah, last but not least, before we stop this great podcast, just shout out your channel. Where can people find you? So yeah, the YouTube channel is OG Talks. And um, on Instagram, I guess if you type in OG Talks or Drizzlax, you'll find me as well. So awesome. That's it. Yeah. That's it, man. Thank Bo. you. Thank you, man. Like you are, you're a star, <laughs> bro. Like you know, no, you're like, a star. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even know that this was possible until I came across your channel one time. I saw the lion in the background, um, and I didn't know that there was people out there that like really enjoyed like the things that I love, like bags and EDC and stuff like that. Like you're a massive inspiration to me. Thank and, you and so like much. I said, I said. Um, before the camera started rolling and we started recording, like, um, basically, uh, what's I going to say? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Just, you've been a real big inspiration on, on, on me. And I just like the way that you carry yourself. And, um, thank you so much. YouTube, YouTube definitely needs more people like you, like straight up, like no BS. Man. Oh, wow. If there were more people, if there were more people like you, we wouldn't have all these fake people that are just like trying to sell crap and like trying to sell their soul. Like you, I think YouTube would be a better place. Like it really would be a better place. So yeah, man, like, thank you so nothing much, but nothing but success, man. And love straight up, bro. Like Same to you. Same to yeah, you. Man. I, I can't believe that I'm doing a podcast with you, man. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. This shit's crazy, you know? So, all right. Thank you so much. And yeah, everyone, check out OG Talks or Drizzlax uh, on Instagram. And yeah, have a good night, everyone. Thank you so much. Peace. <laughs>